You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. So tonight, um, first we, we, uh, we had a series on legacy, and Stephen talked about legacy of pros- uh, generosity. And then Miss Angela talked about generosity of love. And tonight I'm gonna I'm excited to talk about the legacy of faith. Yeah, so I'm really excited about tonight. But before, let's ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and presence. So let's bow our head. Heavenly Father, we just at awe of how good you are to us in every moment, in every single day that even at times that we don't see you, you're still doing your work. And if we don't feel you, you're still doing the work behind the scenes. So we're just so grateful that we have a father like you, that as much as we are just like little kids being crazy, but you just love us unconditionally. So Heavenly Father, we just ask that you help us put any worries, anxieties, stress aside in this moment and just be in the presence, just to receive, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts, that let you speak to us because your word is alive, that we're all in different situations, all different thoughts, different desires, but we know, we can trust, that you will give the answer that we need tonight. So I pray, Heavenly Father, that your spirit speaks through me Let me be your mouthpiece, your messenger. And just want to say thank you for tonight. And as always, anything we do, think and say, we just give you all the praise and glory. Only through your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, faith. Sometimes I get confused between faith and belief. Like, is believing faith? Faith is believing? So I was like, okay, let's just bring it down. Break it down. So let's start with the definition of faith. So the definition of faith is in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance of what we do not see. Okay, it's kind of broken down to two parts. Faith is a confidence, like we're so convinced confident that something that we're hoping for is going to happen but we don't see it (laughs) i know two things right i'm believing on something that i do not see that is faith and i know i love stephen's example with the stoplight you don't know if they're going to stop but you have faith if they see that red light they will stop You don't see it if they're going to stop, but you're faithful that they will stop. That's faith, right? In layman's term. Okay, so so we know that we're convinced. Then the question is, what is the hope? That's the question. What are we hoping for? What What is that something that we're so confident that we're hoping for? And that is God's promise. 
Okay, that's what we're hoping for, is God's promise. Then the question again is, what are God's promises? What are God's promises? Sometimes we take it like we have faith, but we don't break it down to like what is. What, what are we hoping for, right? So this is what we are hoping for. On John chapter 11, verse 25 to 26. And this is Jesus speaking. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. So the promise is resurrection and life everlasting. That's God's promise. That's what we're hoping for, that we have immortality, which you know subconsciously we desire. We don't want to grow old. We don't want to get sick, right? We want to live forever. That's God's promise. And innately, we have that desire. Okay? So what's another God's promise? Revelation 21.4. I love this. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. That's another God's promise. A promise of no pain, no tears, no crying. That is a beautiful future that God is promising. Why is that possible? Because at the end, the devil will be defeated. Right? That's the promise. That will be our human state in that wonderful condition. It's like very, like, we, if you think about it, it's like it's so unreal. But that is what we're hoping for that we do not see. That is faith. Okay, here's another one. I love this. Okay, I'm going to say love to every verses. Isaiah chapter 11, <laughs> verse 69. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together and the little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. And the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. And the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with your knowledge, with the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. So just imagine peace and security overwhelms the earth. No more worries, no stress, no fear, pure peace and security. That is hope that we're hoping for. That is faith that we do not see right now. But that is what we're hoping for, God's promise. And another verse, John 14, verse 2 to 3. And this is when Christ was nailed, and there's the guy next to him, another, I guess, a prisoner of sinners that's also ready to pass away. And this is what he said to him. And they're all in the cross, right, stake, uh, with, uh, with nail. And Jesus said, In my Father's house are many mansions, it is where not so. I have told you, I go 
to prepare a place for you, and I will go and prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you will be also. So now our place is with Christ. Our home is with him, right? So these are just a few promises. There's a lot, but I feel like these are the major ones to look forward to. Living forever, not getting sick, no more pain, having security, we're the animals we don't fear anymore, and being home with, with Jesus, okay? So there's that hope. So what then gives us the confidence that this hope, that this promise will happen? So on 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 28, And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true. And you have promised this goodness to your servant. God makes a promise, and he never breaks it. We, humans, make promises that we break. Our Father cannot. He can't. He's not capable. He's so perfect that if he promised it, it will happen. So all the hope that we've listed earlier, that's his promise. So that's something that I'm looking forward to. Okay, Hebrews 6, 18, and I love this. So simple, but mm. it is impossible for God to lie. So his words are solid, like hardcore solid. You know when there's a joke, like, okay, write that on a rock, like, because it's set. His words are set. So let's, let's go back to the beginning of the verse of what the, what what fate means on Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 2. Now, fate is, in co- is confidence in what we hope for, which we now know the promises, and assurance of what we do not see. On verse 2, this is what I wanted to add. This is what the ancients, which is our elders, the prophets before us, were commended for. They were commended for it. So they already gave us the legacy of faith. They, are, they already paved the path, what legacy of faith looks like for us. And if you want to go in depth more, I really suggest, recommend reading chapter 11. The whole chapter 11 of Hebrews is about faith. I love that chapter. Okay, so we know what faith is. Let's see what faith looks like. But what does faith look like? And we have a few examples of what faith looks like in action. Hebrews 11, chapter 7. I mean, chapter 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear but an ark to save his family, by his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteous that is in keeping with faith. Short version of Noah's story. People thought he was cuckoo, building an ark, no rain. Can you imagine doing something and nothing is happening? And you're accepting all the ridicule and things making fun of you. But you know you have this calling that is given to you. And Noah just did it. And guess what happened? Because of his faith, his family saved. And the rest of the world perished. That's faith in action. So something to think about, like, what are we doing that's taking time 
but he was obedient and he has he has he was faithful he knows that the rain is coming he didn't see it but he just knows because he knows his god he knows that god doesn't lie and god keeps his promises so that's an example of noah hebrews chapter 11 verse 8 by faith abraham when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going okay oh, i can relate to this <laughs> can you imagine being uprooted from your familiar place and god said go and move would you move it takes faith it takes faith but abraham knows and he obeyed but he knows it was it was going to happen and i know i didn't put it here but same thing with abraham he was old and sarah but they still had more children as god promised but it took later it took some time right again time it's his timing not our timing hebrews 11 verse 23 and i love how they included this verse because this verse says the faith moses parents did because usually it's the prophets the apostles that they give out but this is moses's parents hid him from th for three months after he was born because they saw that he was no ordinary child they were not afraid of of the king's verdict they were not afraid to die for the kid because they know they have faith that there is something special about this child they just know it from their gut another example hebrews chapter 11 verse 29 and this is during moses when the israelite were passing through the red sea by faith the people so i love the example it's just not the prophets it's actually us we are also an example of faith the people passed through the red sea as on dry land but when the egyptian tried to do so they were drowned again faith faith in action and lastly i want to share another faith in action by rahab hebrews chapter 11 verse 31 by faith the prostitute rahab because she was because she welcomed the spies was not killed with those who were disobedient faith can happen and can be fruitful anytime and with any who and that's why i love what our church stands for like you come as you are you are welcome you are love you know i love that love god love people love life i love it so let's talk about the promises right oh and then this one really got me like oh this hurts because i'm trying to imagine like if you can imagine during in their time because these are what happened right that i'm reading to you it already happened as we're sharing but this verse hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 to 16 is like as if i'm being already in faith acting in faith and then this is what we get or this is what happens to them verse 13 all these people the prophets the apostle the prostitute the people crossing the israelites all these people were still living by faith when they died they died 
they did not receive the things promised, the, the resurrection, the future, not being sick, you know, the animals being not fearful. So they did not receive the promise. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and tr strangers on earth. Because remember, uh, Jesus prepared a home for us, right, with his father. Verse 14, people who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have have had a part opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. You've heard of God's kingdom. That is the city, the future city of ours is God's kingdom. It's a kingdom. There's, it's an actual place. That's our future, not of earth, but of God's place. That's why even Jesus talks about, I'm not part of this world, because it's part of God's kingdom, as we are part of God's kingdom. So the question is, okay, we have the definition of faith. We're confident. We know what the promises are. We know that God keeps his, his promises, and God cannot lie. But how can we have faith? How can we have faith? In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, we have faith, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes from his word. Faith comes from you hearing now. Faith comes by attending in church, because that's where you would hear God's word. So to have faith is spending time with God, which Miss Angela talked last, last Sunday. Read, read the scriptures attend sermons, listen to sermons. And what I like also is hearing testimonials from other people. I just wanna share a miracle. I left TJ, our water heater kettle broke, broke. I come to San Diego, Mike tells me, Jen, I have an extra water kettle. So something break, got replaced. I didn't even ask. He just delivered. That's amazing. So, so these are testimonies that if, if you share with each other, it's uplifting each other. Like, okay, if it happens to Jen, if it happens to Mike, it can happen to me. So here's one more thing. And I love, I love how the Bible could be very analytical too. So we have, if we don't have faith, we know how to get faith, right? But what if we're still skeptical? Because we are skeptical people. Let's go to Malachi. Remember, Bible has the answer. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Okay, this is for you, skeptical ones, whoever's listening, whoever's here. If you're skeptical, this verse is for you. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Mm. This is the time to test God. He said, test me. He said, test me in this. God's promise, he cannot lie. He said, 
Test me in this. Tithings. Tithing. Giving up your first fruit. It's not even the word giving up. Serving. Setting aside your first fruit to tithing. Tithing. It's his. Everything we have is his. So that first fruit, if you, we decide to give that to him, what did he say? His promise. He's going to open the floodgate of heaven. So I challenge all of us, tithe. Test him. You know, if, if somebody has like, you know, at some point like broke, not enough, he said, test me. So whoever is listening right now, this message is for you. If you feel like you're not making it financially, tithe. Pick a church, just tithe. And he will open the floodgates, right? Scripturally says 10%, but also a lady with a penny, and it's her last, and that was blessed. So it's whatever is your heart. Just, just make sure that you give openly and cheerfully. He blesses anything. Okay? All right. That's a challenge. He said so. So if you're skeptical, tithe. Okay? And thank you for the announcement because I know we said that we want to uh, serve homeless ministry in Phoenix. So tithe. Plugging for God's kingdom, go, go tithe in our website. Now, let's say you're a skeptic, but now you got moved to like, okay, I believe now. I believe. Now, what's next for you believers that have faith? During tough times, maybe? Where are we? What if we want more in life? What's, what's our faith will be then? What's next? What if we're in challenges, in tribulation? What if we need opportunities? I don't have the verse. I can't believe I missed it. But it's ask, seek, and knock. Ask. You will be answered. Seek, you will find him. Knock, and doors will be open. So, in faith, it's important for us to ask, to seek, and to knock. That's what we need to do. We need to do. What do I mean by seek? If you're not seeking God, will you see his miracles in your life? If you're not asking, and the prayer earlier, you do not receive because you do not ask. If you don't ask, do you think you will receive? Okay, knocking. If you don't actively knock, physically knock, would anything move like a door opening? No. So that's what we need to do. And this is the verse that I would like to end with. And this is the verse I would like to end with all of us. James 2, verse 14 to 19. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If, if one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical need. What good is it? Gosh, this reminds me of, I'll pray for you, but don't do nothing. But they're very capable, but let me pray for you. Doesn't that sound like that? 
Verse 17. In the same way, faith itself, it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds. And I will show you my faith with, by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Verse 25. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she, she gave lodging to the spies and set them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. I love this because we always hear about faith without work is dead, right? But how can God bless our faith if there's, he has nothing to bless it with? How can, again, how can he bless our faith if there's nothing we're doing? So when, when God says faith without work is dead, so we have to put effort. So it, let's say, I'm struggling to looking at, I'm struggling, I'm unemployed. I have faith God will provide. Are you putting in the work? Are you putting in a resume out there? Are you knocking, dialing, emailing? That's knocking. So we have faith, but we're not doing. Our faith is dead. That's what it means. And if we love others, if we love our neighbor, our neighbor needs a place, and you don't offer your place, is that faith in action? Right? So I, I just hope that we see that it's not enough to just have faith. In our faith, we have to move. So may we leave behind a legacy of faith where our families and peers sees our faith in action and not just in words because that builds them as much as it builds us. So thank you and let's live a life of full of faith. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.